What's going on, Nuggets Nation? Welcome back to the Nothing But Nugs podcast. In this episode, Mike and I talk about the last week of Nuggets basketball. We give an update on injury status, as well as talk about playoff implications and the final four games of the regular season. Just to let you guys know, we have a couple really fun interviews coming up, as well as a playoff preview next week. Enjoy the episode and take care. Bro, I'm good. I'm a little tired from my Denver trip. <laughs> Traveling is always exhausting. No yeah. matter what. Just like playing a just like playing a basketball game every two nights for five months. <laughs> I, I was about to say, uh, I know who else is tired. And that is pretty much everyone on our team, it seems like. And yeah. and for good reason too. Yeah, when you're when you're down five guards uh, and um, and everyone else has to play, then that's what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the thing too. I mean, obviously, like Jokic and MPJ and these guys that have been playing a ton of games and a ton of minutes all year, like they're getting to the point where they're definitely going to be a little fatigued. But then you have guys coming in who haven't played all year that just like aren't in game shape as well and so I think we really saw it this week with uh, especially in the three losses so we lost Monday night to the Lakers in a really close game Um, PJ Dozier got hurt early on in that game Uh, then the next uh, I guess two nights later we beat the Knicks pretty easily and then on uh, Friday, we lost to the Jazz. And then on the back-to-back, we lost to the Nets. I think it's safe to say that had P.J. Dozier not gotten hurt, the Nuggets win all four of those games like pretty easily. Would you agree with that? Yeah, maybe. Or if, like, you know, if Jokic plays more minutes or MPJ, I think that just, uh, you know, the amount of rest and, and definitely just felt, you know, one one piece short. I mean, if not PJ, I think like literally, you know, any anyone else, um, you know, Monte, uh, et cetera. So, yeah, I think yeah. De- definitely, definitely we were one PJ short. Um but I think there's a lot of like promising stuff in all the games too. Like uh, I, to me, the rest is more important than the wins and losses, especially the the way that the standings have fallen out this week. Yeah, and you said it. I think it was two weeks ago, not last pod, but the pod before, where you had kind of said like a lot of these games are meaningless. Like the Nuggets are going to fall somewhere between three and five. Does it really matter? And, you know, it's it's just more important to get guys rest. And I had kind of pushed back on that a little bit. And, you know, obviously the week before we had a really good run. I think we won five games in a row. And then now, you know, having gone one and three this past week, I'm like on your level. Just, you know, these games, honestly, at this point don't matter, especially the way, you know, things have have gone with the uh, the five through seven seeds and then the Clippers as well. Yeah, I mean, it, it's is it worth it to play Jokic forty minutes against the Nets in order to to kind of hold off, you know, their late run? I agree with 
you know, what you had said before, I, I don't think it is like he clearly needs the rest. And I mean, at the end of the day, he's still the MVP. Um, and the Nuggets are going to finish either third or fourth. And it's really not going to end up mattering these last two weeks of the season. Yeah, I and I think Coach played it right. Like, I, I maybe would have started resting sooner, but I think Coach got it right in getting that five-game winning streak. You essentially do get to choose your own destiny now, which is kind of where the Nuggets are. And I I would say that, like, you know, Jokic resting, you know, somewhere around eight or nine minutes, you know, in each of the games this week in that first and second quarter, you know, that, like, combined where he comes out with, like, a minute left and then sits. Um, you know, I think that showed that, you know, obviously they wanted to win. You want to put any of your guys on the bench out there and win the game. But, you know, we don't want to win it that bad. So um, coach definitely played it right. Um, I mean, just what a great job he's done this season. I, yeah. know that's not, I know that's not like where we were going to go. But, man, I mean, it's just like the Nuggets seriously get to pick basically who they play. Um, <laughs> and that's I mean, that's like an incredible thing. Like that should not be you know, understated because, I mean, there are some good teams down at the bottom uh, of the standings and, you know, we get to kind of avoid them and at the top too, like, and we, we get to avoid everybody. So it's, it's a pretty good place to be. Yeah. I, I, re- I think next week we should probably do like a full segment on Malone. I, I don't know like what the odds are right now. I haven't really heard him getting much love for coach of the year, but I definitely think he's got to be up for it. Like, I think he's one of the top five coaches in the, in the NBA this year. You know, if, when you consider all things and he's just done a great job and yeah, I mean, in, especially in the jazz and the nets game, um, both of those teams came from behind. I know in the, the nets game, I think we were up 20 in the jazz game. Like it was probably, I think we were up 10 to 15 at one point and they, those teams were clearly making runs. And instead of, you know, throwing Jokic back in too early, we kind of let, let the bench play it out. And, you know, although we took losses in both of those games, I, I definitely think that's the right move at this point in the season. Yeah. And, and some guys did have some good performances. So, you know, Jokic still doing his thing. MPJ still doing his thing. Yeah. The only thing I, you know, I don't want to focus too much on these games because, you know, they, they're virtually meaningless. But the one thing that I guess I may be slightly concerned about going into games that do matter, um, like the playoffs, is, is just, and I, I don't, necessarily think this is a trend but i don't want it to turn into one and that's the nuggets just like not really having a good fourth quarter and that's not really something we saw all year but you know in the three losses this week you know against the lakers uh that that was a low scoring game so this one not so much but they scored 24 in the fourth in that game uh 21 points in the fourth quarter of the jazz game and then only 15 points in the fourth of the Nets game. And so that's just something that, like, I'm going to be keeping an eye on. And, you know, it could be, like, a rotational thing. Um, 
But, you know, one, one thing I did notice, I guess, especially in the Lakers game is we saw Jokic kind of passing towards the end of the game. And like we said, that could be a fatigue thing. Uh, but he really does have to be the guy to, like, go and get his shot. And, you know, if you're going to pass, it probably should be to Mike with with uh, with all the injuries the Nuggets have right now. Um, those are kind of the only two guys I want shooting in the final few minutes of the game. And then um, another thing, too, is, like, he just hasn't gotten that many reps with some of these guys. And that clearly showed, like, him and Austin Rivers at a couple times, like, had some miscommunication, um, Shaq as well. And so, you know, there is kind of that fine line of like resting these players, but also, you know, we want, we want these lineups also getting like some decent reps going into the playoffs just so they get familiar with each other. Yeah, absolutely. So many times like Jokic just kind of threw the ball away because guys weren't where they should have been. I mean, and I think you have to say it that way because Jokic knows where they should be <laughs> and not them. <laughs> yeah. What, kind of what you were just saying uh, about kind of the inability to score in the fourth quarter and maybe, you know, just like a, a lack of a presence in that, in that lineup. Um, big, big injury news this week. Um, did you hear about Monte? Yeah, so Monte is listed as questionable or upgraded to questionable, I should say, for tomorrow's game against the Hornets, which is huge. Um, I've kind of been like holding my breath the last week on, you know, I think we saw maybe a week ago Monte had posted on IG something about, you know, I'll be back soon, something like that. And then he was listed as out with no real timetable uh, for return pretty much all last week. And then uh, today, about an hour ago, we got the news that he is questionable for tomorrow, which is huge. And obviously the Nuggets are still like hurting tremendously with injury, uh, but having him back will be great. Um, just adds, you know, a little bit more depth at the guard position, which we don't really have at all right now. We are very depleted in that department. And so, yeah, I think Monte is a guy that, you know, he, he knows how to play with Jokic. Um, He takes care of the ball. I think he's a little bit of an underrated defender. You know, he's not going to go and get you a bunch of steals or necessarily like lock down, you know, the best guards in the league, but he, he's a pretty solid defender. And, you know, most importantly, I think what you alluded to is that, you know, it'll be huge to have a guy like that in the fourth quarter to help out Mike and, and Nicola. Yeah, I definitely trust him uh, taking, taking shots too. I, he, I mean, he hasn't, I can't think of any that he's hit that were like big, like game winners or whatever, but um, he's been really good at the ends of like first and third quarters uh, throughout his young career. Um, and, and he's good at finding his spot and getting and getting, you know, getting that shot. So I, I kind of look forward to seeing him rise to the occasion when there's more pressure on the line too. No. So another thing, another thing in injury news, um, Aaron Gordon is probable 
So him sitting out was pretty precautionary, it sounds like, on Saturday against the Nets. And so I would start Nicola, Gordon, MPJ, uh, Rivers, and Monte is probably what I would do. Hmm. What do you you're think start, about that? You're starting AR25? <laughs> AR25, yeah. I, I mean, what what do you think? Would you move MPJ to the two and then start I, like Millsap or J Mike? Yeah, I I think that's I think that's what I would do personally and start Paul. And start Paul. I you know, I really I don't hate that. I do like Aaron at the the three um as kind of like a post up threat and him like being able to being able to bully an undersized three, um, you just miss out on so much shooting and spacing with that kind of lineup, in my opinion. But you know, we'll we'll see what Malone does. Yeah. So the other two injuries obviously are PJ Dozier and Will Barton. I oh man. So Monte and Will had very similar injuries. Monte, it looks like, is going to be back about a month after his injury. And so I would expect a similar timetable for Will. Um, but that, I think it's optimistic, like expecting him to be back like a month after getting injured. And if that were the case, um, I believe he would probably be ready for like the second round of the playoffs. I don't think that would make him back for like round one and then pj his was an abductor strain correct yeah and those injuries really like there's just it's very hard to judge when someone's going to return from something like that um there's players in the league who have come back like less than two weeks after getting one and then i believe you know in the past gary has had that and he was out for like two months and so it's really hard to tell, but, you know, in looking at this Nuggets team right now, unfortunately, like, how far we go, I think, is really going to be dependent on whether we get one of those guys back um, in time for the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, I I think we desperately need one of them back to, to get out of a round two scenario. Um, and so we'll see, you know, but... I don't know. I mean, I, you know, kind of like we said last week, we've, we've got Jokic and uh, we got it. I believe in him. So. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's, let's just talk about the standings where things are and then kind of look ahead to this week and you know what we expect come playoff time. So cool. right now, right now the Nuggets are sitting in fourth place in the Western Conference. We are one game back of the Clippers, and we do hold the tiebreaker over the Clippers. And so, if you know, if it just so happened that we win all four games and the Clippers happen to lose one, then we would pass them. But they do have, I believe, they have an easier schedule than than we do. They play the Raptors, Hornets, Rockets, and Thunder. So at least two of those games you would think would be pretty automatic with uh, teams tanking. 
And then our schedule is Hornets, T-Wolves, Pistons, and Blazers. It does seem like, so if we were to stay at four, obviously we would play the fifth seed in the first round which could be any one of the Mavericks, Blazers, or Lakers. Is there one of those teams that you would you would prefer to see, Mike? Uh, I think it'll probably end up being the Mavs, and I kind of want them. Yeah, I, I agree. I want the Mavericks as well. I'm kind of dreading a playoff scenario against Luka. He... Man, for as much love as he gets, like I feel like I'm on the side where I kind of balance that out a little bit. Like he, he's one of my least favorite players in the NBA. Like I know how incredibly talented he is. Um, I don't really love his style of play, and also you know playing against him, he does so much crying to the to the officials. It's pretty unbearable. And I don't know, Mike, did you see that, like, punch he the, threw last night? The dick punch? He's a dick yeah. puncher. Yeah. Right out of, uh, like, Grayson Allen's playbook. You hate to see it. Yeah, like, Jamal Jamal had that one this year that was, like, kind of questionable if he did it or not. <laughs> but this was a, a whole new level of, <laughs> of shameful. Um yeah, nothing, nothing he can really say to defend himself on that. He just straight up tried to punch a guy in the nuts. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I I want to play them, but, you know, I also understand that a series with them is probably going to get pretty ugly, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, but they're wholly beatable, uh, as they've proven, like, all year, you know, so – not a lot to be too scared of for me if I'm if I'm the Nuggets. Yeah. And looking at the Blazers and Lakers schedule, I do think the Mavs are going to stay at five. The Blazers, in their next four, they play the Jazz and the Suns. And the Jazz game is Thursday, and so the Jazz will be able to clinch the one seed with that win. So they're not going to be resting guys quite yet. The one thing I do worry about, I guess... Well, not necessarily worry about, but it is possible that the Lakers could pass the Blazers. The Lakers are one game back and have a little bit of an easier schedule. But I just for like, I don't know, the uh, spectacle of it, I would like to see the Lakers in that seven spot and have to to do the play in game. Yeah, I think I think the whole world will watch when um, when you've got LeBron and uh, Steph playing in a play-in game. Um, and then we're never going to get rid of the play-in game. It's here forever. <laughs> I mean, it, it's a, it's objectively been really fun. I think um, like Matt Moore's coverage on Twitter, like, you know, pointing out how many, you know, important games there are every night. Um, it's definitely like hyped me up. Like I've been watching more like non-Nuggets basketball uh, like the last, you know, two weeks. So, uh, I, I love the play-in. I hope it stays. Yeah, and just for those who aren't aware, so the play the way the play-in works is the seven seed plays the eight seed, and the winner of that game is the guaranteed seven seed. So right now, it would be Lakers-Warriors. The winner would be the seven seed, and then the loser would play the winner of 9-10. So 9-10 right now looks like it could be uh, Grizzlies against the Spurs. So the winner of that would play the loser of the 7-8, and then the winner of that game then gets the 8 seed. 
And so there could be a scenario, say the Lakers get the seven, say they lose the first play in and have to play in the second one and win, you know, they could be the eight seed and it could be Lakers jazz in round one, or even if the Lakers, you know, get the seven and then win the first game of the play in, they would, they would play the Suns in the first round. And so, However, that plays out, and obviously, depending on LeBron's return, you know, it's looking like the one or the two could potentially have to play the Lakers, uh, which would be incredibly fun to watch. Yeah, that's a that's a nightmare scenario. Um, I, I mean, I know that we don't like the Jazz, but I would almost feel bad for Jazz fans. Hey, Bernie. Uh, I would almost feel bad for jazz jazz fans if that if something like that happened. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the Suns who haven't m- made the playoffs in many years would get uh, rewarded oh, yeah. with playing, or, or, or the Suns for that matter. Yeah. yeah, would get rewarded with playing. You know, the defending champs in round one, but who guys? And they smoked them over the weekend too. Yeah, or even if the Lakers, they could climb to six. I do think that is a possibility. The The Blazers have three tough games in their last four, and then you're looking at uh, Clippers-Lakers potentially in round one, which yeah, however yeah. you split it, like the Lakers round one matchup is going to be very interesting. It makes no sense for the Nuggets to win a game. <laughs> like, 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 <laughs> we like we need to win it, one. <laughs> it sucks to say that. Yeah, we need to win one. Or, I mean, probably the Mavs will lose one. Like, yeah. Anyways, so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. This is, is going to be like kind of a weird week where the results don't matter, but there's a lot of like other things that can make <sighs> the games like really fun for sure. And so, looking at our schedule this week which I did already mention, but just to remind you guys, it is the Hornets, the T-Wolves, the Pistons, and the Blazers. Mike, where? what do you think we're doing here? Let's go one and three to be safe, and let's get that four seed. Yeah, ideally, I think I want to win that Hornets game. Um, on just to beat Tuesday. a good team? Yeah, to beat like a, a playoff team. And then, man... I really want to. I really want to rest some guys, but the Nuggets are kind of at this point where we are so depleted that like resting players means we're suiting up like eight, and you know I don't know if I want to do that to the guys either. Yeah, I mean it's definitely not fair for like Marcus Howard to play thirty minutes in the NBA when he like previously had only played like three minutes max in a game. You know, like that, <laughs> that's not super fair to them. Even if that's what they're trying to do, like, it's still like, I mean, like you saw in the second half this week and you said earlier, it's embarrassing. So, yeah, there's there's definitely a balance there. Um, and and as long as, you know, Nikola isn't doing tank mode or anything, he'll, you know, the way he plays, it's not too, too taxing. Definitely get Mike some rest um, because obviously this is the most minutes he's played in, you know, three or four years. So, um, so, yeah. Definitely get some rest and get that one win on Tuesday. So the game Sunday, if I'm not mistaken, every single team plays on Sunday. So there will be 15 games going on. Uh, The times are still to be determined. 
but that will be really exciting. Like they're kind of taking a page out of like the, the English premier leagues playbook and having everyone play on the last day, which I think is a cool idea as well. And, you know, teams, depending on the time they play, they may not be able to rest guys because there still could be, you know, seating implications and things like that. So, you know, it's, it's going to be a fun week. You know, where my head is at right now is these games are virtually meaningless, but, you know, I, I'm still going to enjoy watching the games, watching Nicola and MPJ and, and uh, I'm specifically, you know, going to look at what, what Monte looks like coming back from injury because we do need to get him rolling, you know, going into the playoffs. Yes, sir. All right, bro. Well, anything else before we uh, we we head out? Uh, just that um, we are now in the second week of our our fantasy basketball finals, and I'm currently up sixty points. So, Nuggets <laughs> Nation, I need the good vibes to kick Nate's ass. <laughs> 